0: Hey, I'm Sean
1: and I'm Sarah and And we're we're the the Stevenson's
0: I'm a pastor to kids and
1: I'm painting over a Noah's Ark mural from the 1990s and And this this is the Kidman Kidman creatives podcast
0: today we're talking about a refresh So during this season of coronavirus, a lot of churches are using this time while their churches are meeting outside or online to do a redesign or an update of their kids' ministry space.
1: Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of posts in the Kidman social media groups, Facebook, asking for ideas or just wondering how to get started with redoing their classrooms, their kids' ministry spaces, Um, just really trying to figure out what to do, how to use this time to refresh their space. I'm curious, Sean, though, as a pastor and just general studier of the Bible, is there <laughs> is there anything that um, serves as a model or framework for designing worship spaces?
0: Okay, so I was thinking about this. And what I was thinking about is, in Scripture, you see the tabernacle. And I was thinking about the tabernacle, and it comes from Exodus chapter 26, verses one through six, as God is giving instructions to Moses and the people of Israel about building this place where they would meet with God. It would be a place where they would worship God, where they would do sacrifices. And it's very interesting what Exodus 26 says about it. So in verse one, it says, make the tabernacle from 10 curtains of finely woven linen, decorate the curtains with blue, purple, and scarlet thread, and with skillfully embroidered cherubim. These 10 curtains must all be exactly the same size, 42 feet long and six feet wide. Join five of these curtains together to make one long curtain, then join the other five into a second long curtain. Okay, so right there in these first three verses, it's so interesting to me, Sarah, because you see, first of all, there was like quality materials being used. God said use finely woven linen. So there was like a quality to what they were doing at the tabernacle. And then it was also colorful. They had blue, purple, scarlet thread there. And it was also skillfully done, which I think is interesting. It wasn't something that they just decided, okay, well, let's throw this together. Mm. They spent time to embroider cherubim onto these curtains. And it was skillfully done. And it wasn't, it wasn't like haphazard either. If you notice, God gives very specific measurements. He says 42 feet long, 6 feet wide. So it had purpose it had a clean look it was colorful it was well done it goes on in verses four through six to talk about these loops of blue yarn and some golden clasps that would hold the tabernacle together so there was a functionality to it as well and i think what's so interesting about this is i remember when i was in bible college one of my professors said to us about the tabernacle they said you know everyone wants to make the tabernacle into (laughs) these different things like the meanings like the blue means the waters of the jordan and the purple is the royalty and
1: yeah i remember all the stones had different like significance
0: (laughs) oh yeah everyone wants to like make all these different symbols and sure maybe there is some like symbol symbols to that and something some meaning behind that that's very possible but I remember what this professor said. He said, but perhaps maybe God just wanted the tabernacle to look good. You ever thought mm-hmm. about that? <laughs> That's always, always stuck with me.
1: Yeah, I really love that because I think it—it, it, it's who God is. God is a creator of beauty. He made the whole world. And so it totally makes sense that he would want them to create a place of worship that really reflects who he is and that part of him.
0: Well, and I think if you even just think about creation in general, like you go on a hike and you look around at all the things that are out there.
1: (laughs) A hike? That's (laughs) hilarious. (laughs) Don't
0: laugh at me. I've been on a hike or two in my life.
1: Sure, sure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, but seriously, you look around, you see the amazing things that God's created and there's a beauty to it. Mm. And it's sometimes just beautiful for beauty's sake. And I think the point here is that God has created things that look good. And so question, shouldn't our children's ministry spaces look good too? Like, shouldn't that be something we think about and something that we put some, an inten- some intentional time and thought into?
1: Yeah, I love that intentionality.
0: Okay, so Sarah, so let's talk about this. So. Right now a lot of children's ministries aren't meeting because of coronavirus and it's been a really difficult time but a lot of people are using this time to refresh their space because kids don't have to meet there so you can actually do some painting and not worry about the fumes and you can actually (laughs) change some carpet and do some redecorating it's a perfect time to do it so What are some things to consider? Like, what would you say would be some practical ways to go about starting to do a refresh of your children's ministry space? Like, why would we even want to do that?
1: Yeah, well, we've done in our ministry so far, we've done a few different, um, pretty much at every church we've been at, we've done at least one or two decorating projects. Repainting is a, a major thing that's happened at most places we've been, but I think um, it's just there's a little bit of some overarching kind of philosophy behind um, your ministry spaces. And so there's some things to think about um, as you're doing some planning. Um, the first thing I just would say is everything in your ministry conveys a message. So you have to think about the fact that even the paint colors you choose, the, the design you go with, the flow, um, the types of furniture you have, it all conveys a message. You know, is this a school or is this, um, you know, a church, a place that's fun where kids can meet this creative, loving God that we, we serve, um, and get, he wants us to get to know him, um. So, I think when you're, when you're planning your space, you have to ask yourself those questions. Is it fun? Is it welcoming? Um, parents are watching to see if it's clean, if, mm. it's, if it's safe looking. Mm-hmm. Um, will new people want to come back um, when they see your check-in area? Um, will they, do they perceive it to be safe? Um, those kinds of things.
0: Well, and also, you think about time period. Like if mm-hmm. you walk into a church, some churches are sometimes like a time capsule. You walk in and you're like, whoa, this is the 1970s. Yeah. Or, oh, wow, this is like the the two early 2000s. And it's easy to tell what time period it was designed in or what sort of time period the decorations were put up in.
1: Yep. Yep. So it's important to think about, you know, is there a way that you can sort of build a little bit of more of a timeless uh, design into um, what you're doing. Um, so that's one thing I would think about is just what message is your ministry conveying um, with how you decorate it? Um, The second thing to think about is, um, this comes up a lot, is the question of whether or not you should theme.
0: Mm. Children's
1: Mm Ministry loves their themes. We
0: love themes. Don't blame us. They're just so much fun.
1: (laughs) Yes, we we love it. And there's nothing wrong with themes, um, you know, inherently. Um, They're they're super fun. Um, But one thing that um, we see a lot is murals. Um, I don't know about you, but like every, uh, like my whole childhood, every church that I, I, (laughs) side note, I'm a pastor's kid. So every church that my family was in the nursery and the children's ministry area, there's always some kind of mural Um, in the nursery that um, I was in at a church that we were in in Michigan. um, I will never forget the redesign that we did in that nursery there. When I was a kid, they painted this giant Noah's Ark mural um, and then over the diaper-changing table, it had the verse, we will not all sleep, but we shall all be changed, which is really hilarious. <laughs> but it also, it's, you know, talking about the resurrection um, of the dead. So it's kind of like not the best verse to have over your... Not the over best your, exegesis. It give me warm fuzzies <laughs> about being in the nursery. So I think just thinking about, you know, what... Um, what stories you're putting on your walls, and whether they're good ones for children. Um, you well, know, yeah, that kind like of thing.
0: okay. So I remember this nursery I walked into, and I was looking at the different paint ideas and seeing what kind of colors they had in the wall, and some of it was really great. And then I turned this corner. And in the back part, I think, of the two-year-old room, they had the creepiest looking rabbit (laughs) on the wall. And literally, it was this ginormous rabbit painted on the wall. And I thought, that is scary. Like, a two-year-old is going to see that and probably cry. (laughs) That's why the kids aren't coming in the door. (laughs) They're staying by their parents because they're afraid of the giant rabbit on the wall. Like, Mm -hmm. think about what are you putting up? Is it fun? Is it look like engaging in a way that's going to pull kids in and not frighten them off like i think too the other thing about murals is like diamonds they are forever and
1: (laughs) people love to keep them forever (laughs) if it's a mural so um you have to ask yourself does it translate to 30 years from now well
0: and it makes sense that it would be forever because i mean you put it like someone painting a mural puts a lot of hard work into it and a lot of time and design and so Painting over that, you know, after maybe even 10 years can seem like, oh, I don't know if I want to do that. Like, is that going to be scary or is that like disrespectful to the hard work Mm. of the person who painted it?
1: Yep. So just something to think about. Um, The other piece to murals is um, you want to think about representation. Um, If you're painting pictures of children, um, that kind of thing, you want to make sure that all of your children see themselves represented in the imagery you include. So... Um, We'll talk about that more as we go on, but um, that's just something to keep in mind. Um, There's nothing wrong, again, nothing wrong with murals. Um, Sometimes they are part of a theme. So if you choose to go with some kind of overall theme for your entire children's ministry, like I've seen cities or like uh, forest parks, that kind of thing. So a mural could be totally appropriate for the theme you've chosen for your entire kids' ministry. Um, But these are just some things to consider as as you... weigh the options. So Sarah,
0: what's something that you could do that's not a mural on your walls?
1: Yeah, well, one thing that um, I always think about is your color choices. Um, You know, whenever we decorate, um, lately, we've gone with more neutral colors in the hallways because those can be updated pretty easily and less expensively than painting over a mural or creating a new one. Um, and also they don't go out of style, so to speak. Um, but the other thing to think about is that color really impacts children. So kid, um, there's lots of studies out there that show that kids are impacted physically. You know, they have a physical response to the environment um, that you create with color. So for example, um, you know, colors like blues and purples and some of the cooler colors, um, they can create a kind of calm, relaxing environment. But if it's too dark... Um, that can invoke a feeling of sadness for children, whereas red can elicit a kind of strong feeling of either love or passion, or, um, it can also just kind of send them over the edge. So, um, (laughs) you have to think about, um, where, uh, use red sparingly. Mm -hmm. Um, but then there's colors like green, which can make kids feel like they're growing and healthy and relaxed, um. Then, then there's bright colors, um, there's all kinds of things. You can, you can look this up and find all kinds of ideas of colors and what, what kind of um, stimulus, what kind of effect they have on kids. Um, and that is something to think through um, when you're doing halls and classrooms. So we like to do sort of more neutral colors in those kind of common areas. And then we usually will, like, theme on a sort of regular basis. We'll do rotating themes in our kids' church area. Um, So it's not a permanent theme, but it's something we can rotate out with our different um, lessons.
0: So what are some ways that, like, so that's, you know, all of this so far has just been maybe us sitting in a room, maybe sitting in the space we're going to be redesigning and thinking about, okay, how can I make this new? And so that's just by ourselves. But who else should get involved in this conversation about redesign? Like, is this something that should just be the children's pastor sitting <laughs> looking at the walls or should other people be involved in who?
1: Yeah, that's a really great question. I mean, I would say it is never a bad idea to talk to the kids in your ministry
0: Um, it's
1: actually it can be a really great way to engage them in thinking about the church as their own their own space their own place that they belong So you can ask them, if you're thinking about redesigning, you can say, hey, what do you guys think if we redecorated? If you could decorate this whole place, what would you do? And kids will say the most hilarious (laughs) ideas. Um, Like they'll say like, oh, it would be really cool if we had a jungle and like tigers and, you know, panthers hiding in the trees. And, you know, that that may not be practical for what you're thinking, but it might give you an idea. "Hmm, Maybe we should put some trees up somewhere so you can glean things from the ideas that they have.
0: Well, yeah, like we had a family over for dinner before coronavirus happened. And what was awesome is this family has an elementary age daughter. And she was looking at one of Sarah's uh, magazines that are all about design. And there was a whole section about different paint colors. And so we were talking about, okay, what do we want to repaint the new space with? And so we asked her, we said, hey, Why don't you look at this and tell us what colors do you like? And so she made a whole list for us of her favorite colors from the magazine. So you could do stuff like that. Like pick like maybe four or five colors that you like and think might be good for the space and have the kids vote. Have them like to make a decision when they own a piece of the space that way. They are going to be so excited and engaged in the other things that you're doing when they walk into that space.
1: Yeah, that's totally true. And so the fun thing that we've been able to do, like I was thinking of our recent um, design, is we did kind of a more neutral, like light gray color in our grade school classroom. But then we created an accent wall with one of the colors that was one of the ones that this um, child suggested to us. So um, it's kind of fun. They haven't seen it yet, so we're really excited to see how they respond.
0: (laughs) It'll be pretty awesome. We'll give you an update. Don't worry. Okay, so who else should be involved in this conversation? Like, well, what other part of this Conversation? Do we need to think about?
1: Um, I would say you definitely want to think about budget. So mm. um, and mm-hmm. thinking about how you're going to prioritize. So it it can be a little overwhelming whenever you're doing uh, thinking about a re- redesign to be like, okay, what parts can I reasonably do given my budget constraints? Um, you know, is there a way that I can do fundraising? And you can talk a little bit more about that. Um, if you want to, Sean.
0: Yeah, I think something to think about with budgets is obviously, you know, you have a children's, hopefully you have a children's ministry budget for the year or for however your church cycle works that. And one of the things to do is take that church budget and look at it and say, okay, where are some places where maybe we could cut out a little bit of crafts here or a little bit of something else there to put a little bit more money towards our redesign? And so thinking about those sorts of things and then prioritizing projects, like you said, Sarah, I think is so important because you might not be able to do all the things you want to do in yeah. the course of a year. You might have to say, OK, we're going to do this one this year. Next year, we'll do the carpet. Next year, we'll do a new wall at that spot. Then The year after that, we might put a window there. And so you have to prioritize, OK, what are the things that are going to make it look nice right now so that way we can start things looking exciting for families as they're coming in um, because it's so important to think through those things and prioritize. And, you know, the other thing you can think about is fundraising. Uh, We've done some fundraisers at a couple of the churches we've been at to raise funds for this very purpose, to do some redesign. And so we'll talk about fundraising in another episode, but a fundraising might be something that you consider to do to raise a little bit of funds for your children's ministry space.
1: Yeah, people love to give to causes. So, for example, we like... We really wanted to get some easy risers. Shout out to the easy risers. Easy risers are awesome. We love them. Um, But we really wanted to raise funds for that because it was just not in our annual budget. And so um, we did a couple, we did some escape rooms and some other things to raise funds. Um, But when we we did those, we said, you know, this is what it's going to go for. And we had pictures of the benches and we would talk to every person who came in saying like, this is what we're getting with the funds from this fundraiser. So it's a great way to get some buy-in to the project, create some interest in the children's ministry too.
0: Which if you don't know what easy risers are, they're definitely something that I would consider if you're redesigning your space. They're so awesome. I love them. I love using them. They're benches that are made of airplane aluminum with carpet on the top that slide into each other. So they nest within each other. Uh, you can find them on the internet looking up easy risers. Uh, they're just so great and they add so much to a space yeah. and make it look so awesome, I think. And the kids love them too. Like kids really like them. So they're. I definitely think they're a plus.
1: Yeah. And that's a great example in that particular church that we were in. That was a big need was a, some sort of seating. So that was sort of like an urgent immediate need that we had. Um, but if you kind of are starting from, from scratch, um, something to think about is starting from the ground up. Um, a lot of times carpet is the one thing that people (laughs) do not do because it's expensive. Um, and, you know, it, it's, it's a lot of work to install and sometimes you have to get a contractor to do it. So, um, but if it's a bad color, it can really impact that beautiful paint you picked out yep. and make it look weird. So um, if you can, think about a carpet and then think about your painting and your lighting and your furniture. Um, you want to prioritize to make sure it all ties together really nicely.
0: Yeah, the other thing to do if you're looking at your budget, prioritizing is as a children's pastor, you know, have that conversation with whoever it is that you need to have that conversation with at your church. If that's your lead pastor, a family pastor, a church board, an executive Mm -hmm. pastor – you know, if you have a finance pastor, all those sorts of things, have those conversations with them. I think sometimes as children's pastors, we can be afraid to ask and ask for those sorts of things and say, Hey, I feel like we really need a new update in this area. What's something we can do. And instead of looking at it and saying like, here's all the things I want to do, let's do it all. Maybe start by asking those people, what can we do? Mm-hmm. What's one thing that I could start with so I, can, so I can start with a fresh design that's welcoming to families that are coming in? You know, I think that's really important to have those conversations and to talk about your budget with those people you need to talk about it with. Because even if you can just only make one improvement, that's an improvement. And you've made a step towards making it better. Yes. Yeah. So for instance, we've been talking a little bit about our church right now. We've been doing some redesign during this coronavirus time, like a lot of people. And one of the things that we looked at was the nursery was our number one priority. And I would recommend looking at your nursery first. Your nursery yeah. space is so important, especially for younger families that are coming into your church. If they're coming in for the first time and they walk into a very outdated, old-looking nursery- Or unsafe. Or unsafe, they are gonna probably not come back. Yeah. It's really important to look at your nursery. Look at what kind of furniture do we have in here? What are the colors on the wall? Do we have art that is inviting and fun and more up-to-date? You know, look at those sorts of things in your nursery because that space is so important to make it a calm, inviting space, because this is really oftentimes one of the first entrances for kids into your church. And even though they may be an infant or one or two years old, they are already learning what is your church like? Who are the people in your church? And we want them to know that God loves them, that we love them, and that they are welcome in this space. And so thinking about how can I make my nursery welcoming, how can I make it safe, how can I make it look like it's a place where these kids belong and are loved, I think is so important. We've also, like we said, we've been working on some paint colors, doing some painting in our hallways, in our check-in area. We also had in our church, we had some duct work that was hanging oh, yeah. pretty low duct work. <laughs> on our ceiling. And it's so like a cave. we were talking with our lead pastor and I just said, oh man, I feel like that's got to go. It's so low. It looks a little dangerous and it makes it look a little it's bit like a cave. welcome
1: to our terrifying nursery <laughs> The children can come this way.
0: <laughs> and so it was awesome. We were able to get that taken out. We were able to reroute our airflow so we could have um, our mini split put in. And that made the space open up so much. Everyone's been commenting on that as they walk into that area and they see difference. it. They're like, wow, this is amazing. And so that's a re- really been an important thing. We've also, with our check-in area, we didn't have a check-in desk And so we thought we need to make a space where families walk in and they are welcomed immediately. And so we actually were able to build a check-in desk out of shiplap and some uh, two by fours and make it kind of like a rustic look, which is a great look for our space. We added in some really nice, like um, comfortable chairs that were like plush chairs. And the Ottomans. Yes, and some fun <laughs> kid Ottomans that are like a soft cover to them. It's like a soft leather cover that can wipe really easily and disinfect. We Super. love the disinfectant. Oh yeah. And it looks great. I think the space looks really good. and we. Picked some good neutral tones for those little ottomans and the gray chairs and it matches really well with the light gray that we did for our paint in that area yep. and so we've been thinking a lot about those spaces because one of the questions to ask yourself when you're redesigning is what is the experience that i want a child to have as they enter Ooh, that's- into our space you know your church design is going to speak to kids either it's going to be something that tells them that it's welcoming they are loved they're going to be cared for they're going to have fun they're going to discover who jesus is or it's going to be something that they're a little unsure about and a little looking at it and thinking wow what is this place that i've walked into and so how can we create those experiences so a couple things to think about one of the things that i have thought a lot about is symbols Symbols are really important. You know, a symbol is like a metaphor. It's something that tells us about something else. So, for example, you have things in the Gospels talking about who Jesus is, saying Jesus is the light of the world. Jesus is the bread of life. Jesus is the living water. These are all symbols. Jesus isn't actually liquid water and jesus is not actually like a physical loaf of bread they're pictures of who jesus is and so how can you incorporate some of those symbols into your decor for your kids especially for upper elementary kids Mm. we recently went through um the book of numbers with our kids and we were talking about the story of the bronze serpent And, the you know, where Moses has to make that bronze serpent, put it up on a stick, and everyone has to look at it um, to be healed from the snake bites. And we had a coloring page of the... It's a light story for uh, someone. You know, it's fun. We had a coloring page of the bronze serpent on a stick. And one of our kids looked at that coloring page, and they said, Pastor Sean, is this a Jesus snake? (laughs) And... (laughs) Well I I chuckled a little bit. I was also thinking about, wow. This kid just saw this symbol mm. and knows that this looks like Jesus on the cross. Because we actually have a cross that's a little wooden cross that sits right by the door, the entrance to where the kids come in to our services for kids. Mm. And so she knows that that cross, what that means. So thinking about those kinds of symbols, crosses, you know, doves. How can you incorporate those into your redesign? Symbols are so important, especially those ones that are scriptural that we can look at and say, this is a place where God shows us a little bit of who God Mm. is through this image and metaphor. So, okay, Sarah, what are some different design areas that we should think about when we're updating?
1: Yeah, well, we talked a little bit about just some practical like what are the things you can do to do remodeling? So the carpet, paint, chairs, furniture, all that kind of stuff. Um, but the other thing you want to do is take inventory of the spaces. Um, and that can help as you're building priorities. So um, if you had a checklist per se, um, <laughs> I would think about the following things. I'd think about your check-in area or your information counter, um, sort of that space base where parents come they're welcomed in um, and you provide information in some way with signage or a bulletin board or a slideshow on a screen um, any of those kinds of things the second thing i'd say is your nursery and toddler preschool area um then your grade school area hallways And then your overall signage you want to make sure that your signage is kind of branded to match you know your overall theme for your children's ministry so those i would say are the biggest ways um the biggest places um some of you may have a gym or a a recreational area Um, you want to make sure all of those kind of have a matching overall theme it can be really tempting to do all the things that you see on pinterest and again going back to something i think i said earlier you want to keep it simple And um, have some synergy between your spaces. You don't want it to be like, whoa, so many themes in every single place. Um, You want it to have kind of an overall vibe.
0: So another thing to think about, you might be thinking, okay, so this is great. If you have a building, like Uh, what about churches that are portable or they meet in a school or in another rented space? You know, they can't paint. They can't change the carpet. And maybe even if you're in a building, you might not be able to paint or you might not be able to change carpet. Uh, We've been in some churches where there's (laughs) like some brick. That's on the wall. You just can't, can't do really... anything
1: about the cinder blocks. <laughs> yeah,
0: you just can't do a lot with just bricks. And so, how do you design in those sorts of situations? What can you do to make it look fun? What can you do to do an update and a freshness to it? Mm-hmm. And so, here's a couple of things that I love to use um, is the first one is cardboard standees
1: you do love those standees. i
0: love cardboard standees you know why because they're fairly inexpensive they're colorful they're bright they're often we can get them to match our theme that we're doing So if we're doing, you know, a railroad theme, there's a lot of great ones on places like Oriental Trading has some great like steam engines and uh, trains and things that are these big cardboard standees that are maybe like $30, but take up a lot of space. They look great and they're super portable because they fold down forever like i i'm not gonna say that i you know have a few or anything saved so many (laughs) especially the one that's a camel as you'll learn camels are my favorite animal and uh, i have a camel standee that i love pulling out all the time (laughs) so cardboard standees they're a really great way that you can fill up some space and make it colorful and fun yeah. super easily It's a
1: pop-up theme
0: yeah the other thing you can do is get some retractable banners through places like vista print mm-hmm. retractable banners you can uh, pull them up and hook them onto it onto a little stand and so they're usually they come in all kinds of sizes you can do some that are like four feet tall by two feet wide and you can put your ministry logo on there you can put on there check you know in. check in check out yeah. all those sorts of things Nursery, toddlers, you know, elementary, whatever it is, you can add those things on to make to fill that space like that, too. The other thing you can do is you can look at building some pallet walls or things with pallets that can be moved around. Uh, You can put some of those things onto wheels so you can wheel them around. Uh, We have right now in our children's ministry space some wood uh, two by fours that we put together in a panel that's about six feet across and about, uh, it's about like maybe seven feet tall. And they're on wheels and they can move around so we can put them in different places to create a backdrop for a photo booth or any of those sorts of things. Those can fill up space really easily as well the other thing you can do is you can find some fun uh, fake trees apparently palm trees that are <laughs> fake are all the rage right now so you might have trouble super finding popular them and
1: but super expensive right they now. <laughs> look
0: awesome we were able to get one on a place like facebook marketplace and we found a great one that's actually nine feet tall we didn't realize how tall it was
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious watching us drive down the road
0: <laughs> it was a lot of fun but we put that big palm tree into our children's ministry space and it looks awesome and the kids are yeah. like whoa that's that's amazing so you can make some of these cool decor ideas to fill your space pretty easily you can also get like a photo backdrop stand that you can get photo backdrops from places like amazon to hang with clamps to make a quick and easy backdrop that's colorful and fun and can be themed as well so there's so many ideas you can put into that sort of thing where you can add in these places for portable churches or if you are not allowed to paint or you're not allowed to change the carpet or you just don't have the budget for those things either these are some simpler cheaper ways that you can change up your space okay sarah let's do some quick tips okay what are some quick tips that we can have about design
1: sure so i think i said it before but do talk to your kids about it um it's a really it's just really great to include them and um get their input Um, The other kind of untapped resource um, for you is your congregation. So if this, again, if this is not your thing, um, look at Pinterest, look in Facebook groups, ask for input, um, show pictures of your space in its glory as it currently is, (laughs) and ask for ideas. Um, The kids ministry community is full of creative people who are just like, so excited to share what they've done and their ideas. So Um, and then finally, I would say, keep it simple. You know, it doesn't have to be a budget breaking project. Um, a little bit of paint can really make a huge difference. So, um, yeah, those are the things I would say.
0: Well, thanks for being creative with us today. We hope you feel ready to tackle those new projects and take a look at your redesign for your children's ministry space. You know, let us know what creative ideas have you been implementing in your space? How have you decorated? How are you redecorating? And are you doing it during this coronavirus time? If you like what you've been hearing, leave us a review on your favorite podcast streaming platform. It really helps. The Kidman Creatives is a podcast hosted by Sean and Sarah Stevenson. Scripture quotations are taken from the Holy Bible. New Living Translation, copyright 1996-2004-2015 by Tyndale House Foundation. Used by permission of Tyndale House Publishers, Inc. Carol Stream, Illinois, 60188. All rights reserved. We'll see you next time. Bye.
1: Bye.